welcome back everybody oh my god um episode i believe it's 83 of the lookout 83. wow 83 83 i don't know if there's a significance for the number 83 but it's hey. a cool number i have no issues oh. with the number 83 all right all right as long as we don't of course i am meals i am here with the platinum chanel boy himself jeff yeah um i'm officially this is out the lookout of course of platinum chanel. oh oh, oh yes. i have none left I, I don't have any i don't have any platinum You're chanel right. left you know what just the name it's like here's what i'm gonna do this is like the crest of like whatever you have the crest of platinum chanel it's like yeah. digimon it <laughs> follows you everywhere it does. you don't i will get another bottle eventually it. yeah you know i'll get another bottle eventually but i, I yeah, am you officially don't, out guys you don't need to have it to embody what platinum chanel stands oh, for yeah, absolutely. you are absolutely you are just you know platinum chanel and it's in its purest form um how have you been man how's everything I'm been good man um you know i'm trying to get used to this 2021 life and kind of uh I, this is obviously non-lookout stuff but uh yeah I, getting out of the 2020 funk is a little harder than i had anticipated uh mm. <laughs> but it's cool because we have a lot of different anime so i've been able to kind of focus my mind on that although you know we don't do this all the time so i have regular work too and that is something else but regardless bunch of cool anime i've been coming out on a week-to-week -week basis i'm reading more um i'm reading more my hero which i'll discuss with you another time um but yeah no it, it's cool man you know birthdays have passed and those type of things so i'm just trying to stay as positive as possible keep watching uh different anime read more manga keeping the head on straight you know how shit goes Listen, I'm gonna tell you two things. One, it's the same funk. <laughs> yeah, 2020, like... 2021. Don't get confused. It's the same funk. Um, yeah, second, always keep yourself preoccupied with things that you no want to do. No idle time. You enjoy. Please, the, no idle time. Keep it. Keep yourself preoccupied with things that you want to do and things that you enjoy, and mm -hmm. you will never go wrong. You will never go wrong if you fully enjoy the things that you do and you enjoy the, the people that you're with. That's so it. that's just, you know, that's just my little, you know, my anime life lesson that uh, I'm bestowing on to. Maybe I'll do one every episode. Nah, I don't got, <laughs> I don't got the mini gems to do one every episode. <laughs> um, I'm sure you do, dude. We got a lot of things to talk about. Um, yeah. First of all, first of all, I don't even know if there's any news out there. There's not really any news. I know that Black Clover is like essentially dead. That now. is the that's the biggest news that I've heard this past week was Black Clover, which I've I haven't dived into Black Clover personally. Neither have I. So I can't like give you any like, oh my god, I'm so sad. I can't I can't give you that quite yet, but um it does have a pretty tight fan base. So um I, I don't know. I don't really know how to feel about it. I guess Coming from me, like as someone who's never seen it, I would probably say uh, I will definitely check it out at some point. You know, I've heard on and off things about it. I've heard some people say it needs to be redone. Uh, I actually mm. hear that a lot. So I don't know, but shout out Black Clover. It's not fun when the manga is continued and you know the anime is coming to a very much so full stop. <laughs> yeah, and I know right. you know that personally. I sure do. I sure do. Uh, anybody, trust hey. me. Yeah, I know it, it's just it's really, fun. really not fun. You just gotta live with um, it. But we've got a very dope episode this week because later on in the episode, we're going to have our friend Chibi Thought Sachi, 
mm-hmm. who we talked about the first episode. We talked about the first season of The Promised Neverland with last summer, and she is returning to talk about whatever the hell is going on with season two of the show. <laughs> right, right. Um, so expect that at some point in the show. But we have to start things off how we start things off. It's Titan time. It's Titan time. What Titan my, time my new favorite like time in general of the. Yeah, just in general. Like I'm, I'm I love being here. I, <laughs> I want to stay here, here. <laughs> but it's going to end. <laughs> like I know I it see, will. At a certain point, and then we'll have to just like start over and just talk about Attack on Titan from the jump. Mm. I'm just saying. I'm Attack. just putting it out there. I don't know. 2023, 2022. I don't. I don't know. 2023. We don't got to wait that long, bro. <laughs> we ain't got to wait that long. It. We starting over as soon as this thing ends. We can rewind yeah. and we can restart. I will I will watch the series again. Uh, considering how new I am to it, anyways, I can definitely run through this a few more times, and it really not bother me. The best thing is, it's like episodes like this, right? So we have episode nine, which is called Brave Volunteers. It's episodes like this that uh, put a lot of the early seasons into perspective, which makes us being able to talk about it a little bit more comfortably absolutely. and with a little bit more knowledge now, especially that we know what we know. Um, but this episode, it comes off the heels first, you know, of last episode, which garnered a lot of hate and a lot of things. Have you have you heard the song? I fuck Gabby. Yo, I've heard a few. I've heard that there was a guy on TikTok who did a whole diss record as if he was Aaron. Did you did you see that? <laughs> I did not see that. Why are you sent that? I'm gonna say it to you. It's really funny. Uh, I did I did hear the diss song. Also, there's some backlash for actually hating Gabby, which is a Gabby, which is interesting too. Gabi, uh, right? Gabi, right? But you know, I'm not personally. I'm not mad at people on either side. You know, anime fans are very, very, very like wants to become attached, and they're in you know whatever opinion they have, it's ironclad. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way around it. So once you hate somebody or you like somebody, that's kind of it, um, and there's just no way around it. So I'm I'm all in on the situation. You know my take on it. You already know my Absolutely. take on it. Fuck I them think, kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> she, she, you know, she didn't use her brain. She was upset, angry, and we lost somebody good. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. She's gone. Sasha's gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even though we saw a lot of her in this episode, which yeah, I don't know if it opened did. up a wound and it, poured it a did. little bit into it. I wasn't it. ready for the, 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 the tombstone scene. I wasn't ready for that, man. Oh, my God. Um, just what am I... <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about this and just in general because this is one of my favorite scenes of this actual episode is that they're at her grave and then her parents show up yes and yes it's just like oh you knew my daughter and she was and you know the the marley and cook who was just like i didn't you know i'm just a, i'm just a guy from marley i'm just mm-hmm. a devil from over the seas yeah but your daughter appreciated my cooking so much please and i'll always remember her for that yes please let me cook for you and what does the dad say it was He's like, Sloan Lang gotta pay, niggas. <laughs> is it free? Is, is it, it free? in the house? <laughs> and he's like, of course. <laughs> Which is like, it was the sweetest that Attack on Titan can get, right? I mean, <laughs> you don't expect anything more than that. Like, I thought it was perfect to be honest with you. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I thought, you know, it's a. This episode showed a lot to me of kind of like. We, we've seen a lot. The first three seasons took place in parody, and we saw a lot there. And the first eight episodes took over here took place in, um, you know, Marley. 
and we've seen a lot there and kind of how people are treated but this yeah. episode i felt like took a lot of the the worlds between both and kind of molded them together <clears throat> and kind of maybe put people on an even playing field as like right. wow they're good people just like us which i think is what they've been trying to establish for quite some time i mean for when sure. you see aaron um, having that relationship with Falco and it's like oh there are good people on this side too and you see you know but then you see the Marleans being captured and assimilating into the world and stuff like that and it's like wow these people are you know these people are all right themselves mm -hmm. like they they cool themselves yeah, yeah. um what what were your big kind of takeaways from this episode <clears throat> wifey's in this episode man <laughs> Yelena Yelena yeah. Hey man, Elena is an Amazon, bruh. <laughs> She's gorgeous, bro. Look, bruh. First of all, let's let, let me be clear. This is an anime. I didn't even know it was a woman first time I saw it. <laughs> That's one. But okay. now that you know, <laughs> oh man, now that I know, <laughs> I can I can say this out loud. <laughs> you feel me? But no, uh, no. Honestly, I, I think it was a it was a brilliant episode of dialogue. I. I mean, it takes a lot to draw someone in with like, and you know, it's Attack on Titan. So the wordplay, you you walk out the room to get a, a water bottle, <laughs> you, you may miss something extremely important. So yeah. being able to stay locked in um, onto this episode and get the dialogue and the, the jumping back and forth um, between timelines is, is brilliant. Uh, I really love the conversation. Uh, when they're basically talking to uh, Yelena and the brother, mm. uh, the, brother, the, the we can't anti pronounce your name. I'm we sorry, we can't pronounce your I'm name, sorry. but you know you got a fade, and you, you know could. looks like you're on it, our team. So it, it's, it, it's, it could be a little bit fade, like the fade itself. It's you, you know, can tell there's not a lot of brothers cutting, if I, any, easily. I mean, it's you more like a line. It's a. I'm not a fan of the line, but I'm just assuming. Considering what Yelena's hair looks like, that barbers are just very exactly. <laughs> Yelena's sexy to me. She's sexy to me. You take I, them as you get them. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. Look, this is why this show is brilliant. Asking mm. the brother—that's what I'm just gonna call him because I don't know what this nigga—the brother about his skin color. <laughs> you know, I wasn't—I wasn't even offended. You know, like it, it was like it was asked like out of true curiosity wasn't it like it wasn't like ew why you you know it was more just like hey by the way like you know why do you have dark skin and he was like well honestly <laughs> i'm one of a kind like you yeah, know man. like first of all he had the hand he had it was very jeff-esque by the way it was i just uh, want you to let you know very hand on the chin and be like with, yeah. a, with a little eyebrow up he put a little yeah. eyebrow up. i'm watching it now if you He's must like, know <laughs> God made me this way, and guess yeah. what? God made all of you too. And if <laughs> not, nah, it was you want the word of God. It was a like, very cool way to dismiss uh, anything evil. He was just like, "Oh, I'm just like you, man. I just, you know, my skin's a little darker. That's all." And they were like, "Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, that was so smooth." Yeah, that was okay. I'm, I'm cool with you, and just like that, oh there's no racism. Just like uh, that. <laughs> and that's how racism was abolished <laughs> on parody one step at a time i mean you know racism is still living heavy but but no do you think that was interesting like that, that they even put that line in you know like i what, do what, what's the true purpose of them just throwing that one liner out and having them answer it you know it's almost like it's almost like they were trying to 
let us know like, hey, we know that we haven't represented people of color on this series. And here's mm. why. And they did it I in such it, like a proper way that I, I respected it. Like I don't I didn't find it like disrespectful. I think it's that. I think it's one hundred percent that. And they include in the show and he had a very I would say a semi prominent role in this episode, but he's just very he's important to this show. Right. Um, thus far in this episode. I think it's also to establish because he definitely says like, yo, um, I was pretty much made the man above kind of made me different from everybody else. And I think mm. it was to establish that there are different beliefs beyond the belief yeah. that Emir created the Eldians and that Eldian because the, the Eldians on parody, they don't know squat about squat. Like yeah, yeah, they, they, they attack the ships. They managed to bring in the people. Zeke's people, uh, are, are double agents in the show, which is fine. It's, you know, it's whatever, it's whatever yeah. they're going to do. Um, and they learn immediately Hanji and, and, and Levi, they sit down with Yelena and, and I'm calling him all. I'm going to call him all. Yeah. I don't um, know. We got to figure out how to say this man's name by the next episode though. Easily. We definitely have to, um, but they sit down with him and they're like, yo, they got, they're like they're explaining all the weaponry they was like yeah they've advanced weaponry i mean we just we've got planes that will drop bombs on people and there's like they have <laughs> things that are in the air yeah and like, why haven't they killed us yet? yeah why haven't they pulled up on us <laughs> and it was like because they found out y'all stole the titans and all the other countries just ran up on us. <laughs> <laughs> they're like yo they down two titans we good here. And all they got yeah, is the armor titan. The most bitch ass of all titans. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Yelena was like, well, I mean, they're at war with a few different nations. It's not just about y'all. You know, like mm. there's a lot of shit going on. And I think that was important for us to find out too. Because you want to you wanna see this as, well, when you watch it, you watch it as, hey, Paradise versus, you know, Marley. And it's it's way bigger and deeper than that. And that puts it in perspective like, hey, you know, yeah, they could have came over here with planes and did, but there's so many other things going on that it's not just about you guys. Absolutely. Um, so they learn a lot, I mean, from other cultures. Once they capture all the Marleyan ships and, and learn kind of a lot from the Marleyan technology, they take in their cooking. Mm-hmm. You see Sasha grubbing in on lobster. I'm I am hey, personally I not a it. lobster person myself. I felt it, bro. <laughs> The, the thing mean, was, like, she's so greedy, you know, she didn't even dip it in any butter, nothing like that. She just ripped it straight <laughs> off the, you know. She don't know what butter is. <laughs> I, yeah, that's true. Imagine, imagine, imagine <laughs> Sasha tasting butter. But, like, you know, I I, uh, I love lobster, so I felt her. She had tears coming down her eyes eating that lobster. So I know it was good. It's probably the first time she ever had mm. it, oh, clearly. So. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a seafood person, but. I feel you. you know. I've known that for a while. According to O, you know, God made us all different in our own special and unique <laughs> yeah. ways. Um, but... Anya, Anya, Anya Copon. Anya, mm. Anya Copon? Anya Copon? See, I would, see, I would think that's how it's pronounced, but I know I'd be wrong. You, yeah, we know, we know that's not how the Japanese <laughs> say that, say that. Like, yeah, I, I know yeah. I'd be wrong. I've learned from Pokemon itself that my pronunciation is almost always wrong. <laughs> I don't change Pokemon names. If I got it wrong, that's just what his name is from now on. Like, <laughs> it's too hard to go back. Oh my god. Um, so another major thing that was established during this episode is Zeke. Zeke and the team. Zeke and the crew. Mm-hmm. We get a little bit more of Zeke's plan. And Zeke was... I mean, he's captured. He's, he's captured in a sense... People don't trust him. Levi won't stop looking at him. He's sitting right across from me. He's just like, yo, 
even Zeke is like, it's, it's a little awkward in here. You, would you mind stop staring? He's like, what? Excuse me? I stare <laughs> yeah, whoever yeah. I want. Yeah, nigga, you know what the fuck <laughs> I am, bro? <laughs> I'm, I'm the king of parody. Not long ago. Yeah, like, yeah, stop playing with me. <laughs> I run this, all right? Listen, when I'm over there, y'all, you can tell me whatever the hell you want over there. But um, we learned a lot from Zeke. Essentially, Zeke, um, the the first fleet that went over there, the one where they shot, where Yelena pulled up and pretty much blew this man's head off, mm-hmm. um, was essentially Zeke's followers. There were Zeke's followers and there were Marlin people. And essentially, Zeke's followers turned on the Marlin people, their own armed forces. And they were assimilated into parody and that's kind of how the parody Marleyan um kind of i don't want to say agreement it's not really a treaty it's like them being double agents turning their back and also giving them a whole bunch of knowledge on what's happening but right. that is purely because that zeke wants a better world for eldians and he wants to use the power of the founding titan uh-uh. and someone with royal blood and to potentially start the rumbling are you aware of what the rumbling is what is the rumbling the rumbling is when they're able to unlock all of those titans that are in the wall. Okay, and yes. they will stomp out everyone on the earth, and so essentially, their there's a their way, or at least Aaron's way. Aaron's way that he saw is that we cannot. The only way this ends is if we kill everybody, because. Mm-hmm. People are not going to see us. People see us as Eldians, but they don't really see us as people. They see us as monsters who can transform into Titans. Right. He says this during the That's show. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So they'll never see us truly as people, and they'll never accept us as people, and we'll never be on the same wavelength. So we got to kill them. Because <laughs> they <laughs> don't kill us. There you go. That's that. <laughs> or they're going to kill us. And you know what? That He's sticking with that plan. He stuck with that plan. The flashback from three years ago he's talking about it i mean even in the final episode of season three when they're looking out at the ocean and when he sees that everyone on the everyone across the ocean we you know we search for freedom we feel like we found it but what we really found is a whole a world full of enemies um staring right back at us so he's held on to this kind of ideal for a long time and you can see that it has begun to warp him from a very much so eager um eager, ready to fight, ready to defend his family, and warped him into this very quite frankly I've said it last episode, I'm sticking with it warped him into a psychopath <laughs> I, I mean we're just going with that no matter what <laughs> I'm with, yes, because look at him yeah. his eyes He's gone. his eyes don't the zeal that was in his eyes when he was a kid and when he was trying to save people and when he just learned about Titans and was kind of trying to save parody from what he thought was the danger, which was the Titans on the outside, just the outside of the walls. Um, And, and, you know, stuff like that. He learned so much more. And what has, what he has learned from it has warped his entire being so much that he cannot go back to believing that there are good people outside of these walls. It's, it's just too much for him to do so. He's seen too much. He's seen too much in past. He's seen how his Eldian people were treated and the season three. They're, they're kicked off the walls, turned into Titans, and expected to wreak havoc. They essentially kept... They were made into Titans. This is another thing I discovered as well. 
all those titans that were created were to keep everyone inside of the wall. Mm -hmm. So they would not start the rumbling and leave the wall. So crazy, so, bro. It, it, this it's, episode... It's, they give us ahead. everything. They give you... They give you. I told you, man. Attack on Titan. Obviously, when, when the action is happening, the visual is stunning. There's bloodshed, a lot of death. You already, you know, destruction. You know, you know the, the you know how shit go. But when they decide to right. really turn up and tell the story with words, you're not getting any better moment. I mean, even the clip of Gabi um, in in the in the prison, you know, still just irritated at Aaron is like I, you, they're telling just a crazy story. Um, and they're making sure they give you every little bit that you need. You know, it, I just think it's it's absolutely brilliant. You know, Levi walking, um, <clears throat> fucking what's his face, Beast Titan, uh, Zeke to the to the forest. Like, yeah, this is where you're gonna be. <laughs> Stay in yeah. there with your Beast Titan ass. Yeah, bitch ass. <laughs> just in case we need um, to cut you down at any moment. Yeah, and you know what? We about to send them kids here too. You be able mm -hmm. to talk to them very. About to send them here too. Um, so now the sort of Eldian government is trying to figure out, like, can we trust Zeke? Because Zeke has a few things he wants to establish before he really kind of unveils his plan to save all the Eldians. And he's trying to save all of the Eldians. Um, but they're still unsure where to, what to trust. But they do find out that a lot that he's actually said is real. Um, based on Aaron's, you know, declaration during the, the episode, it was like, yeah, you know, and I did this because I didn't want Historia to be turned into a Titan, et cetera, et cetera. Smart plan. Yeah, yeah. Kept it from everybody, but smart plan. I, I don't even know if he... He's, he probably like, oh, I gotta make some shit up. This'll work. This'll do. I'll just make him think... Uh, I'll just make him think Historia was for her safety. Absolutely. But the I think the through line for this episode, and we'll wrap this up here and begin to head over to the, the world of the Neverland, um, is um, Armin. Armin. From the beginning of this episode, we see that Armin is kind of talking in this weirdly lit room, and he has a seashell in his hand. I think the seashell represents the sea and kind of yeah. everything that he wanted to discover, and it represents like his past and what you know, holding on to the past, even though he knows the future is going to be a rough ride because of what they just did. They just right. murked everybody, and he's trying to you know. He's, he's, I think he's telling the story to um, Annie, who is still, you know, yeah. still on chill. Seeing Annie was nice, too. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. That, was, that was a really, really nice touch. I, I agree. And he's, I feel like he's telling, I feel like this entire episode was him telling the story because they're trying to, he was like, I discovered Aaron a while ago. And could this have been something that we had prevented if we'd just done Instead of showing up and kicking ass, we just talk to these people. Is this something that we could have prevented? Well, at this point, we'll never know. Because, yeah. I mean, we showed up and kicked many an ass. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> bro. Um, so we'll never know at this point. So I think this was this episode was a it's a a great reset for the, for the season. I absolutely um, agree. It's the perfect way to lean into something... Uh, whatever's going to be whatever ends up actually happening i haven't read the manga but you know i can tell that they haven't missed once uh no they just have not missed and man i i said some things to mills 
before we actually logged on to do this <clears throat> that I told him I would not say on 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 air and I'm not going to but this is special isn't the word but this is an amazing like series period this season is brilliant I every agree. episode just tells you exactly what you need to see and what you need to hear I, I really hope you're locked into Attack on Titan and you're and if you've never seen this before like before I saw it and I just saw you know naked grown people running around and you you don't know what it is you're not sure maybe it turns you off trust me just lock in for the long run because this shit is so perfect the final scene of the show is Aaron looking into the mirror mm. ten pack and pack hair up in a bun some of it's still laid out in the back he's wet he's obviously in jail man he's he's, yeah he's like the the, he's he's coming after uh levi man for uh hottest hottest protagonist right now man apparently according to a poll on twitter levi was named the hottest member of attack on titan i would say Um, i would say that's true i mean I i would i would say he's the hottest one uh, as far as male is concerned, but I would agree because I think but Aaron's Aaron coming a, for it. He's coming for it. No. I, yeah, yeah. I already know how you feel, but Aaron's lost all. You don't even like him no more, do you? Or, or when's the last time you did like Aaron? <laughs> Season one. <sighs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's been a while. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. He's been um, off for a while. He says the only way is to fight. And that is his final words. And that's how we know we're about to get into some next shit. Mm-hmm. So we have that to look forward to, um, as always. Um, but we also have to promise Neverland to look forward to. We're having a great discussion with Chibi Thought Sachi. Um, we'll actually have it right up next. So make sure you stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. And welcome back um, to the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Of course, you just listened to the Titan Time episode of the show, but we have to get to the main event and what we're really here for. That's right. Which is to talk about the very controversial, (laughs) The Promised Neverland, season two. And there is no way we could talk about The Promised Neverland. I think at this point, it is like built within the actual show itself that we cannot talk about The Promised Neverland without this person on the show. So we'd like to welcome back. Has to happen. um, Quick. Queen of cosplay, um, <laughs> yeah, and an Aquarius sister of ours. Yes, by the way. yes. Oh, you guys Very, both Aquarius. Yes, we are both Aquarius. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Energy. that is, I we we gotta. <laughs> I think your birthday is the day before Jeff's. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm the first. Oh no. Okay. So a couple days, a couple days before, but nonetheless, we are here. We have to talk to. None other than Chibi Thought. Welcome back to the show, madam. How are you feeling today? Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me back, guys. It's been a while. I'm glad to be back. Absolutely. I'm good. I'm tired. 2021 is starting. It's starting, yeah. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing too bad. Absolutely. So we're here, obviously, to, to talk to Promise Neverland and everything of the sort. And it's been very controversial, this actual show, because, well, 
All right. <laughs> how do I how do I begin this off? Okay, so let's begin this off with the expectations of the show itself. Sure. Because we we ended up last time we all talked, last time we were on the lookout, mm-hmm. we talked about the Promised Neverland season one. And we were so excited for season two. I mean, Sachi's there screaming like Goldie Pond. Like, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what everybody's talking about. <laughs> the best arc, like in my opinion, and it's oof, yeah. Well. No, I, I reread it last night. It is the best arc. It is it is one hundred percent the best arc. Like in terms of where the season two, like I, I started, I started watching season two, and it's like you know, like at that point in the story, like things are already kind of slow, like they escaped yeah that was kind of like the main reason why everyone you know was kind of watching the show so like the fact that like this little slow part this kind of downtime doesn't build up to what we thought it was big oops absolutely (laughs) um so it's a show that we've all been championing obviously because i'll be honest i've been telling people who are like i need to get into anime i want to some something to me i've been telling them watch the promise neverland because it's kind of like a bridge Mm -hmm. that isn't like Okay, you know, super heavy shonen, One Piece, Monkey, Luffy. It's interesting. It's like anyone would be interested. Absolutely. And I still think the first season is pretty much like the best season. It's it's like the best first season in anime that one of them that I've ever seen. Like up there with Attack on Titan. Cause I like, I agree the same way. Like when people are like, Oh, I want to watch an anime and stuff. Like you show anyone the first episode of attack on Titan and they're going to watch it. Like you had like that plot is too crazy. Like your mind's going to be like, what? Absolutely. Um, so it was, it was incredible. It was a phenomenal change of pace. It was, it was just everything like that. So we're super anticipated for season two of the show. And <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what's up with the side, man? I, I keep saying I, I have not read the manga, and I'm hearing things on Twitter from my other friends about the, about what's going on in the actual anime for season two, and apparently there's some situations that are making fans uneasy. Well, I'm interested to hear like your perspective. Like, how are you enjoying season two so far? Someone who hasn't like read the manga. Well, yeah, considering I haven't read the manga at all, I mean, yeah. I don't really know what I'm missing, I guess you right. could say, at least from you know the people who have read it. But I mean, I, I've enjoyed it for the most part. Okay. Um, there are some things that's like going on. I'm just like, you know, what the fuck is this or what's yeah. actually happening here? Uh, but I mean, it's a good time for someone. I haven't read the manga now. From everything I've heard, the people, the reason why people are upset about it is because the manga is very, very good. Yeah, apparently yes. it's, <laughs> like it's the flawless. anime is uh, doing what, like an original storyline kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Is that like the yeah. actual news, like the, the tea? So, yeah, so I so what I've done is I've I've taken a look at, there's other shows that have not followed the manga. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about, so I, what I would relate this to with Jeff, who may um, experience this, is Full Metal Alchemist, the first yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah, the first one. Mm-hmm. which doesn't closely follow the manga and then it kind of goes off and kind of does its own thing kind of in a way which is why brotherhood um, is so renowned mm. right so i would equate that to the feelings that you have no, on that. really or i, I believe <laughs> i completely you, dismiss the, the original full metal alchemist most people do yeah 
Yeah, the difference is though, I don't think we're gonna get like a like and it's, it's funny because someone made a joke about this on Twitter, like I'm just gonna wait until the promised Neverland Brotherhood comes out because Right, right. <laughs> and it sucks because like I don't even think we're gonna get like a real I don't wanna say real because this is the real version, but like <laughs> a true right. version, I guess. <laughs> it, I mean, I feel like it might happen, especially with crowd support and how everything is going on with social media these days. But it's not the—I mean, it's not the only—it's not the only show. But I just think because of the high pedestal and kind of how that first season kind of ended, mm-hmm. and the way it told its story, and if you continue through the manga, you absolutely loved everything that was going forward. I mean, there it, other animes that haven't really followed the manga, Tokyo Ghoul. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! to an extent, I think Yu-Gi-Oh! is just really a tonal shift. Yu-Gi-Oh! in the manga is more like, and you might die. And Yu-Gi-Oh! in the show is like, ha ha ha, Shadow Realm. Um, I mean, Tokyo Ghoul is a good example because if you look at what after season two, that series just, I don't know, man. It's just, it was never the same. Absolutely. And... I think what they've decided, all right, so what they've decided to change from the original manga content we're going to get into, but the I, yeah. it is the most pivotal part of this actual thing. Mm-hmm. And it I can only say it with underlying, it's bold, it's in italics, it's got arrows pointing at it, and that is Goldie Pond. Yeah. Because when you read the manga and, you know, I've I've tried to I've tried to take the second season of the anime and I'm trying to like watch it in a vacuum without yeah. actually like mm-hmm. um okay maybe I can just black that part out of my mind and then I read the manga again I was like fuck so it's that really good it. it's yes. that this Goldie Pond shit is that good right it's not even so much this that I mean it's fucking it's like amazing taking but... out like like for instance if you look watch like Brotherhood it's kind of like. If the whole dog thing never happened, <laughs> right? And okay, you just okay. never saw that side of like alchemy, like it's kind yeah, of like it's a pretty pivotal part of the story, which I don't even understand how. <laughs> are they like sugarcoating demons how here? Are they gonna tell? No, they're not. They just completely erased. Like it, they just. Am I right? Like they, because I, I stopped. I actually did not watch the last episode. No, they completely erased it. It is gone. Okay, <laughs> it is I gone. Saw a photo of. Norman Norman like, is back. Yes. Norman is back. Already. Yes. And he's Norman is back already. Um <laughs> It was an so, interesting I mean it's like the last what five seconds of the, the episode. Right. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, all right, so let's let's talk about what's actually missing in part of the show. Yeah, and Jeff, that's gonna be spoilers. No, 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 this is good. This is good. I wanna know what the fuck everyone's talking about. People, right. I mean if, if I want if the people who are upset about it, like if they have every right to be, I want to know because you know I, I get it. Like changing things, making things something's canon like, for anime and the manga. I get it. This essentially would mean a lot of characters we never meet, right? And yeah. a lot of those characters like stay till the end of the the, the story. So it's kind of like, huh? <laughs> okay. Yeah. It it's. It's very interesting in terms of what they decided to take out, which was a lot. But mm-hmm. this Goldie Pond arc, well, there's a search for, you know, William Minerva, Minerva, William Minerva. There's a search for that arc, which brings us to a major character in the show called Hugo. Okay, Hugo. Um, New name for me. We don't know We don't know him as Hugo yet, but he, he doesn't actually introduce himself to like all later after the fact. But he is someone that they meet 
exactly when they head down to that underground bunker thing. Right. They okay. meet him right there. Okay. And he threatens to shoot and kill all of the kids as soon as they get there. Okay. I like um, that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he like, the fact that he wasn't there, I think was the first kind of like triggering moment for a lot of people in the show. It's like, wait, when the fuck is this guy showing up? So is, I didn't even it didn't hit me yet. Like, I'm still thinking like, okay, maybe this is like the first part. Cause in my mind, right. I was like, wait, maybe they met him at Goldie Pond. Maybe I'm mistaken. Cause you know, like you read that so long ago. So mm-hmm. it didn't even click to me that like, he was supposed to be there already. Yeah. He and, was like, supposed that, to be like, there pointing a gun in their face. Dang, man. You telling me I missed this type of action? <laughs> Listen, they, he was supposed to be there. He's an integral part of the show because he oh. essentially, um, Hugo, Mister, is from a previous set of kids that escaped a, you know, a um, gosh, a what do they call it again? Uh, um, farm? the the house. <laughs> yeah, the house. I keep forgetting what they actually call yeah. the actual thing, but um, farm. There we go, farm. farm yeah, yeah. Um, so he represents an adult who escaped the farm over like thirteen years ago. Oh man, I'm, I'm looking at him right living- now on Google. So this is a great yeah. design, man. This isn't fair. Look at yeah. this design, man. Right. That's incredible. He he hates the kids initially, okay, because they represent something that was old in him. He was previously that wide-eyed, young. I think we can make it to the human world type of thing, and then everyone who he escaped with got killed. So he oh. was the only survivor left. Wow. So. Now he's a jaded former shell of an actual person and he despises the kids. He does not want them there. He's like, yo, you're going to eat all our food. Like, get the hell out of here. You have this month. And they pretty much like, nah, there's like 20 of us kids. Like, we're saying. (laughs) And then, you know what's true, too? When they showed his room. Yeah. Which it's like, how do you you just you're just going to show that and just like, there's not going to be a way to tie that back in. Like, if we're already seeing Norman, then. That's dead, huh? I wonder. What? I wonder what the. I wonder why they decided to take that route. I mean, yeah, like they unless they the have plans for like a film or something of that. I, I don't know what they're. I'm looking at the design now. I'm a little upset that this wasn't. This wasn't. Featured. Yeah, because that yeah. this technically essentially would have been everyone's first like badass character that isn't a child, mm-hmm. or like yeah. badass character in general. Because we haven't. Right. I mean, Isabella was badass, but she was also evil. So. Right. And and just a human itself that has existed right. outside of the walls. Like, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Um, so there's other things, uh, things that are established in this Goldie Pond arc. I'm just going to run through them and we can comment on them if you know. Um, they learn essentially that there are humans out there. So they learn that they are not only the only humans, that the farms doesn't contain the only humans on this side of the world or in the demon world. There are actually other humans out there. Hence, right. um the Yugo and they eventually discovered the resistance and et cetera like that. Um, Emma and Ray learn how to fight demons. So they aren't completely slaughtered and not fight demons with bow and arrows, but with actual guns and shit. Um, So that was always fun because they go through, they essentially are told or directed to Goldie Pond. Wow. There's so much. I feel like I'm describing a whole fucking show now. Um, (laughs) You might when it all said there, there, it literally is that much information yeah. in this. Like, yeah. find out everything. Much. They're directed 
oh, we have to go to, I believe the coordinate is AO something, but it's Goldie Pond essentially. Yeah. And they're directed to go there. Um, the adult says, do not go there because you will get murdered. And they're like, we got to at least try if there are more secrets out there. And if um, Mr. Minerva is out there. So they're like, okay, we're going to go. And I think they coerce him to go with them, even though he tries to get them killed on the way there. Yeah. But then he, um, he, you know, he falls in love with the, you know, great nature of the kids and et cetera, et cetera. Right, Emma right, gets right. kidnapped. It gets taken to actually Goldie Pond itself. So they find Goldie Pond. So here's where we get to Goldie Pond. Okay. This is what they I find Goldie see. Pond. Yes, 100%. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I don't think you'll see it. It looks like <laughs> okay. they were trying to add. <laughs> I was trying to think, <laughs> like, like maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, no, nah, because they look like they're trying to end this show. Like, yeah. this season two might be the last season. Um, um, they find Goldie Pond, and it's essentially this hunting ground where humans exist and demons hunt humans for sport. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like Hunter Games. Yeah. Um, kind of because the flesh of the humans tastes different when they're you know being hunted mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> something like that right because they they show the meals like me and these like stringy humans who like give up and just like you know you know just have no will to live and stuff like that i want the you know the ones who fight back i want something like and, and apparently it tastes different who knows Scale of the hunt. um um absolutely they all right so let me continue to speed through this they find goldie pond it's a farm where humans um where demons hunt humans they discover the resistance which is a, another group of kids who've been living there for years who have escaped various other farms and have been stra- trapped in goldie pond forever um the pen that they have is manages to open an underground bunker under what they think is goldie pond but it's actually goldie pond it's like an actual golden pond um and they discover that William Minerva is actually a person named James Rat Rattry, who was killed. Um, so all of the phone calls that they're having are recordings, basically. Mm-hmm. And the person he was killed by, I think you you end up learning that was actually his brother because they want to maintain the promise. I don't know. They didn't explain the promise in the show, which is wild to me. <laughs> like, how do you not explain yeah, the promise? Yeah, like, how are you going to tie that in without <laughs> waiting until... The end. <laughs> maybe they maybe they have a plan, y'all. Maybe yeah, they have they a have plan. To. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I want to be able to see this because I'm. I'm even seeing some of these characters that you're not mentioning that you're saying I'll probably end up missing out on. But like, I need to see this. Maybe maybe they just move the timeline a little bit. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know about that, man. Yeah, I don't it know. Be, it it changes the structure (laughs) of the show so they haven't established the promise which is the promise is the essentially the agreement made between the demon world and human world and it's why they're humans stuck in the demon world and they're not able to leave and why humans and demons aren't able to like kill each other freely it's like you stay on your side you guys stay on your side which is essentially the promise like musica uh touched on it with Emma, but right, I remember, like, I remember. But there, there wasn't any like action to do after that. Like she didn't, like Emma still doesn't know. Like she can, you know, essentially change the promise or whatever it is she's trying to do right. to get to the other side. Absolutely. Um, so they learn all that cool stuff. They actually meet a guy. I think his name is Lucas, mm-hmm. who's actually he was missing for quite some time, but he's actually um, he's from the group that Hugo was from. But Hugo thinks that all of them have died, but he was the one who stayed and they're actually like best wow. friends and they don't know each other, you know, have lived for so long. Anyway, 
Um, the poachers discover that Emma, who is like grade A beef, <laughs> it's like A plus. It's like, oh my God. That Grace Farm girl, oh, she's here. Oh, we got to eat that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they discover her. Um, and it's now poachers versus humans. Humans actually fight back. Humans defeat. I mean, this is the very much bare of bones of it. Human defeat the poachers and they blow up Goldie Pond. Essentially, it's like, yo, no one's going to be hunted here ever again. You're not going to discover any of um, James Ratchery's stuff ever again. Blah, blah, blah. Also during this, we, the reader, okay. discover that Norman is alive. They okay. don't find out that Norman is alive yet. Okay. Okay. That, that That's interesting because I was just watching the episode with my girl and we got to the end of the episode and I was like, oh, there's, there's Norman. Like it kind of <laughs> takes away, like, were you surprised still? Like, did it, did it feel impactful? <laughs> no, it didn't. I mean, I told you, it's maybe the last, like, <laughs> straight up, it's like the last 15 seconds of the episode. You like, know, I know like, they're going to go no. more in depth into it in the of next course, episode, but to just sure. dash Norman there, like, you just killed him. Like, if someone was yeah. to be watching season one or season two directly after season one, you just killed him. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, he's been. In and he's back. <laughs> yeah, he's been, like, quote unquote, dead shorter than he was alive in the first season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the manga, like we we find out, but remember, this is one. This is manga, so it's it's even longer. But at the like towards the end of Goldie Pond, like we mm-hmm. still don't even we're still thinking like, yeah, yeah Norman's dead. It's like they said Goldie Pond was just too much, man. It's just too much for TV. Yeah. Listen, apparently, all right. So because like that's kind of the most action too, like the most movement. Like you actually mm-hmm. see like battles, like fighting. You think you think so that arc kind of made the series? And to wait so long to see that animated, it's like, damn, now we're not even going to... Like, I've been hyping up Goldie Pond to other people, and now I'm just like, ooh, never mind. He never said anything. Did it just... Was that uh, was that just the source, of the meat of the series, you would say? Like, did Goldie Pond really set up the structure of how this thing needs to be done? I, I feel like it was the beginning to it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, they escaped, and that was it. There was no plan really after that right. and then like goldie pond you were able to like find out more meet other people like decide like okay now they're gonna come with us now right, we have a bigger group of people and then that sets in the chain to all it. the I other things because like it established goldie pond don't those kids take emma and them to like their old yeah hideout? so they take them to the old hideout yeah. they take all so now it's like a uh, hundred damn kids in there no, it's like 60 <laughs> it's like 60 it's like 60 and like a couple adults um so they take them there and then on the way there is a there is a group of all right so here's where it's going to tie back into episode three or four okay. which makes no fucking sense so a group is like, yo, we have to find these humans. The demons, essentially, the demons hierarchy, the aristocrats or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, we have to find those humans. So we, they actually hire other humans. Well, they hire other humans to go find them by any means possible. And that's when those other humans show up like a SWAT team in the actual underground bunker. So the things you see in season episode three or four, where they have to escape the bunker because all those SWAT guys showed up. Yeah, that happens, but it happens under completely different pretenses. Okay, like okay. the human, 
who is um looking for them actually goes back to Grace Field and he like questions Phil and he's like, yo, you know, what do you know about these kids and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then he and then he goes there and they go in there and they pretty much start shooting shit up and try to blow it up essentially. Mm-hmm. And there's a big fight. All the kids escape except um Hugo and Lucas, who are best friends, and they're like, yo, we're the only two adults here. Um we're gonna go, we're gonna scrap back and forth with these guys, and they're like eight SWAT guys, and they kill seven of them. <laughs> and um eventually Lucas is, you know, shot and he dies, and Hugo is essentially almost taken out, and then he like essentially hits this thing to blow up the whole underground bunker thing. So everyone is supposed to die. So there and there, then, there's no Goldie Pond resistance. No, because this is all there's after. Go- Right. We mean the Goldie Pond resistance. What do you mean Goldie Pond resistance? Uh, I mean, I know you're, you're speaking on Lucas, obviously. I, you know, I, but Sonya, Violet, Nigel. Oh, they are all there. They're the sixty they kids that the show 60. up. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they're the ones who join the actual kids. So it's Got a it. bunch of stuff that they actually miss. So it's like it's essentially. I see. I, see. I put in my bullet they points. They cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not even shifted. They just they just this shit for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm hoping it shifts it and something happens. Maybe they completely introduce. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, because now my thing is, if like it, it would be one thing if they like skipped Goldie Pond and like pushed it back further, but you skipped Goldie Pond and then showed Norman. So like, how <laughs> they, those two don't mix? Like right, exactly. No, That's n- literally like. So that means you're you're just skipping to the arc where, and then it's like. You find Norman because when we find Norman, he's older. He's a totally he has a whole group of people. Yeah. So I just I'm, I'm I guess I'm curious to see like what they're gonna and how, but I'm also just like dang. <laughs> when you find Norman in the manga, he a totally different nigga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like, like it's like an Aaron reveal. Like it's like a oh snap, like like he was when yeah. he Aaron first time after the time skip. It's like that. It's like oh my god, like. Holy shit. Absolutely. The same chills. Like, I remember to this day seeing that. His whole swag different? Norman. (laughs) Absolutely different. He's on that. This whole squad of people, you, you, again, we get like, what, five new characters that are amazing and probably the strongest there is? (laughs) Right. Well, he does show at the end of this episode, he is with uh, some other, some, well, they don't show everyone else. I'm, I'm assuming they're dressed in disguise like Norman was, but right. I I won't tell you what happens after they find Norman because we haven't figured out what happens when they right, find right, Norman right. after the show. So I won't tell you that. But I just know he's a completely different person and he's older. And man well, he ain't older in this in this scene in the in the manga or in the anime. I mean they they a little older, but they're not like well, he looks the same. This is the, the first time... time skip, but it's like the first time skip is from like I think what was she like nine or something before? season one yeah and now they were like 12 if that yeah they're they they're like essentially teenagers yeah but then when they see in the manga at least when they find norman like norman's like 15 fourth like he's like they're all okay okay yeah absolutely all right so we've established what kind of goes on in the actual manga itself and kind of what it's missing but in terms of the anime itself to to say it things have been skipping is like the least it's like it's a lot of things have been rushed which actually takes away from the show i wouldn't mind the show if it had its original plot line 
and it kind of just like it followed whatever but it made sense like they were doing pacing and all this other stuff i'm like oh it's original it's not the manga but at right. least it's good right they run in from a to b to c and it, it don't make no sense bro well see like, here's don't. what i'd say because considering i hadn't you know read anything i really didn't have an issue with what was going on but of course i had blind eyes to what was really going on Right. <laughs> so I was just watching it as like, oh, season two, Promise Neverland, new episode, you know, boom, boom, boom. Uh, now when I go back and I read, I'll probably really be able to see like, the hey, this was, yeah, this was completely like ridiculous. The, a fortunate part is like people who didn't read the manga, they may be watching it and just won't be enjoying it as much and like mm-hmm. won't know why. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of like people dropping the series because now it's like, wait, what's happening? Okay, well, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I mean, I can 100% see that happening, and but it, it. So I, I don't know. I try to absorb both different because there, there are plenty of times where manga and anime is kind of different, and and the result has always kind of been like, um, one's just different than the other, but overall, right. like we're following the same kind of story. And I try to accept like, okay, here's the anime, here's what they're doing. Let me at least try to accept what they're doing. And the manga, I understand that the manga is different and I can just completely accept that. But I think just overall, the way the show structured itself, where there's a lot of things that are happen, but aren't really truly established on or explained. Like, okay. let's yeah. talk about the actual show part of itself where Isabella's alive. You see that Isabella's alive and now she's like sent on a mission to recover the kids. Like she's supposed to be like on this mission. And I'm just like, okay, but we don't see her for like two other episodes after that. And apparently like in these two episodes, like a year or like six months or nine or nine months or 18 months. Yeah. It has passed. And I'm just like, so she ain't been catching these kids for the last 18 months? What the hell? <laughs> what were you doing before that? I didn't even, like, realize that that's how they depicted it. Like, she was supposed to be the one catching yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, they were like, oh, if you can get these kids back. And she's like, oh, I can get these kids back. Smirky little smile. And then we never see you fucking again. Yeah, like, I'm sure I we'll see her. It makes sense, because then who's watching the kids at Gracefield? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, an, it's another mom. It's another oh, mom. Because they do the... Yeah, they do that in the manga too. That they give them another mom, but in the I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil the rest yeah. of the, the manga for you for stuff that ha- hasn't actually happened because it still may happen in the show, even though I doubt it will happen in the show at this point. <laughs> but um, well, now it's interesting for people who like you know who have read the manga like you guys. <laughs> every episode listen, you're just like, this is <laughs> what is this? This is brand new. Every every episode I'm like, wow, that is yeah, not what happened. <laughs> but it's like I'm also like you said like. Like maybe they are gonna somehow tie it back. I just can't see Absolutely. that going well. Like even if they do it's manage like, to do it, I just see that as being like like they're gonna like stretch it somehow to make it make sense. I can't see it happening because once you add Norman to the show, even yeah, if that, you go back, it you can't it changes exactly. the entire structure of things. Exactly. You know? A lot of things that their motivation was, it's like, well, Norman disappeared and right. Norman gave up his life for us. So we have to make sure to do this and we have to make sure to carry out what we're planning to carry out for Norman and then eventually discover Norman in the show. But right. I mean, in the manga, but the fact that he shows up like half, it's not even halfway through the That's first season yet. Episode, what, are, what are we on? Like five, six? Five or five. six. 
Yeah, fun. like nothing. <laughs> and like you said, then, it's true about like them not being able to go back. And maybe you're right that they are just trying to like end the end the anime, like because you can't like story wise, you you really can't go back. <laughs> like, well, it might just be a dead subject at this point. You know, there right. won't be any Goldie Pond, and <clears throat> they'll find other ways to, you know, fill in the story. But like you said, it it does give the audience who doesn't read the manga a whole new thing or right. who does read the manga a whole new thing but i don't again maybe it's backfired a little bit to the true fans that are really interested in making sure that things like masterpieces stay the same right which is what Absolutely. we think that they have on their hands with promise neverland you know it's it's one of those where we'll look back in 10 years you know all three of us and be like damn yeah. remember the promise neverland that was amazing good times right because the story but, is just really good. but now we'll bring this moment up yeah <laughs> Absolutely. And and there's like, it's just so many in- inconsistencies within the show itself that kind of mm-hmm. make it not as fun. Like, for instance, right? Let's talk about the latest episode. So sure. the latest episode, I mean, the kids are pretty much like, they've been ousted from their hideout. Mm-hmm. They're now living in like this temple bando type shit where they're like eating soup and everyone's dirty and i'm just yeah. like i'm just like how y'all get to the poorhouse already this never i mean i don't want to keep saying this never happened in the manga but like mm-hmm. how y'all get to the poorhouse already <laughs> um are they like in disguise uh, they're in disguise yeah, when they go when into they hit the city okay. look like demons. Yeah. yeah when they hit the streets and that only happens once in the manga by the way um but uh, well, they do it every day. <laughs> nah, yeah, they do it every day in the actual show itself. But we discover in this episode that demons kind of have hardships as well. And they need humans or else they're going to, they need to eat humans or else they're <clears throat> going to deteriorate. And you see this couple of demons with their like children, their children are deteriorating in front of them and they're dying in front of them because they need this yeah. <laughs> i don't know what they're trying to do it's almost like tandra with the deem with the you know it's like oh, tandra i don't know man just, just let him die man it's no big deal right here love emma <laughs> yeah because they're, they're deteriorating because they need human meat but all right. they're given they're not given good human meat they're given like some shit some test tube scraps um yeah the scraps which they in the manga they show how those are made they're made in like a mass production plant so instead of actually like people giving birth to kids they like essentially create kids and oh, they all have yeah. tubes attached to them Wait. and all this other stuff like that they like it's some wild that. shit they're not gonna show it's yeah. too much they changed it up they're like you know what some of this stuff we put in this yeah, book we can't. Panel, like i know you know which pet i'm talking about like when you see the kids cooped up next to each other like with the tubes yeah <clears throat> you, do, you do get to see some heads and legs and arms but i so that makes a lot of sense mills because in this episode they do a a, a few quick shots of like heads mm-hmm. like kid heads but mm-hmm. all, they all look the same like it's the same head yeah. And, and like four yeah. different cars. It's like cage free chicken, and then like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that makes a lot of sense. It makes. A lot of, I was wondering why that one head. I was like, why is there? Yeah, they have mass production. They have mass produced kids that they feed to essentially the the regular people and all the higher aristocrat. It's like a you know structure, like governmental structure, like society structure thing. Yeah, it's America. It's Literally. like all the <laughs> all the kings and queens and aristocrats get the good kids. But all the other normal people get like the shitty kids and all the other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the daughter is deteriorating. So the demons have to go out and find. It's like, oh, we got to make sure how to find these, you know, we got to get some human kids for them to eat. And while they're out, patrol, well, while they're out in the city trying to get more food, 
um, Emma and them are out in the city trying to get more food, they're discovered. So they do a run thing and essentially, you know, they try to escape them. They're like, yo, we smell humans. What the hell's going on here? So they're on the run. They're running from these two, I guess, parents or wherever who's, you know, taking in charge of these very sickly kids. They're running for them because they're like, yo, they're humans. We could find them. We can at least, you know, I guess eat them. I don't know what their actual plans were. Um, they wanted to eat them and feed them to the kids. Right. So they managed to split up. Emma and Ray get cornered. And then suddenly the heads of those demons are cut off. I was like, wait, you just established they're like parents who are just trying to make stuff it's for their late. kids. Now, their kids are definitely dying for sure. It's over. It's over. Yeah. They just try to establish that they're just parents who are trying to make uh, ends meet for their kids. And then they have like Norman and the gang show up and murder them. <laughs> Norman murders them, has them murdered. Like out of nowhere, like very like, you know. No questions. Cool. No words. Yeah, no questions asked. And I'm just like, this show is wild. But really, I mean, it, there's there's so many inconsistencies from the show. It's it's a, I think it's probably if I had to say this, I haven't seen many other you know animes, and especially ones that differ too much from the manga. Um, this might be the most egregious. <laughs> when it happens, people are usually upset about it. So, yeah, people on people on Twitter are not happy. I of course, especially because everyone's been like like even like i said earlier everyone's been hyping up this arc like not just the series it's not like attack on time where everyone's just like yo read the manga it's so good like everyone's been like you have to read goldie pot <laughs> like, absolutely it's a it's a very i think eventually in the future we will get this arc animated somehow if mm-hmm. they have to redo the show which i'm assuming we'll animate it ourselves <laughs> Yeah, or something along those lines. Like, I mean, I think the show will get done over because it's such a, the first season, I think it's such a very, the manga itself was very much so acclaimed Mm -hmm. and it was loved. It got wonky towards the end where there's a lot of stuff happening. But overall, I'd say 90% of it, it's good. And I've, I've read and I've sat and I've read this manga and every chapter I'm drawn in. You really you kind of have to read a hundred chapters at a time because you can't really put it down because every chapter ends with a little bit of a cliffhanger. Right. Right. Um, the show doesn't really follow that. It actually makes you leave with more questions, but they aren't questions that like, Oh my God, what's going to happen next? It's like question, like how the hell did that happen? Yeah. Why <laughs> like, did it happen? yeah so it's a, it's a weird uh, kind of place that they're in with this show. Know, man. This is kind of turned me off a little bit, man. I'm a little <laughs> upset. You guys are really put this this in perspective. Yeah, it should put this in perspective for me because don't get me wrong. I mean, I do, I do want to read Promise Neverland. I will. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Mills knows I'm so far behind on my hero that you know I can't really do that at this moment uh, because I feel like I'm this close to being kicked off this show until I read. <laughs> I read my hero a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But go on, go on, go on. So, so, but yeah, right no, now. it's not about my hero right now. But you know, I, I, I really feel like uh, from the sounds of it, I need to at least read Goldie Pond, the arc, so I can really see what's going on because this, this sounds a little bit disappointing, man. I, again, I know anime sometimes they go off small things, you know. Uh, maybe some dialogue, maybe you don't see a panel that you thought you were going to see in the anime. Whatever, I know that happens to everything but this is sounds like they just completely cut and and paste another arc in and said okay we're just not even going to display this yeah or maybe they're just trying to like rush the story which 
is possible with the story that we got in the manga. Like, you can skip all of this stuff and just go straight to the end, but it's, like, gross. <laughs> like, why they shouldn't even crazy? made a second season at this point. I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, it's or, Damn, or it's like that. Just give us filler. Like, just, just give us a whole different, like, you know, like, i rather that than you guys just rush it or i don't know interesting yeah this is interesting it's a it's not a great i when i first discovered on twitter i was like oh there's pushback because i was like on episode three and well i hadn't watched episode three yet but i looked on you know the timeline i was like oh people are like yo this isn't following the the manga and i'm like oh okay well maybe they followed eventually they reached the house and everything everything yeah, is good cool. they'll get to it yeah. <laughs> they get to it i mean this whole episode four you go might show up in episode four i'm like wait you guys never in the show wait who are the hell are these guys why are they right. shooting people they don't even have a reason why they're shooting people who are they where did they come from <laughs> and then yeah i just kind of watch it now for sport and see kind of like what's gonna <laughs> yeah i think that's what i'm going to do as well is that what's yeah. happened to the promised neverland anime Yes. I'm just watching it now? I'm just watching it. Damn, yeah. dude. I'm like, oh, this might happen. But I also, <laughs> like I said earlier, I also feel like a lot of people, even if they haven't read the manga, are going to end up feeling this way anyway because it ruins the story. Like, whether you it. know it or yeah. not, you're going to feel like, eh. It's going to be underwhelming. Huh? Yeah, it's going to be completely underwhelming. And then it kind of sucks because it's going to make the whole series seem like, oh, like, this is what you guys were, you know? Like, even right. if they have no idea about the manga or whatever, like, they're still going to feel this sort of, like, you know, season one was amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, this week, if you're looking forward to The Promised Neverland, they're going to show a recap episode, which I was, in my mind, I was like, wait. It's another strike, right? <laughs> I was like, wait, what are we recapping? Yeah. I mean, there's only been five episodes. I don't <laughs> know what, what we're really recapping. Who's, what's, some, something's going on in that <laughs> Something's going on. There. Something's going on. Absolutely something's going on. And we yeah. need to get to the bottom of it. But they're showing <laughs> that. Um, I mean, that's all we can say for the promise Neverland now. Actually, wow. Sachi, I want your I want your thoughts on another anime that's going on pretty freaking well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but what are your thoughts oh, on yeah. this final season of Attack on Titan? I think it is done perfectly. I am so happy I'm finally <laughs> able to like, see things and understand things because it's like I read a lot of this I actually stopped reading the manga because it, it the plot just got way too convoluted for me to follow reading wise so I'm like super excited for this season to like just see everything play out but I'm liking it I, I love like the pacing <clears throat> is good I feel like they leave you on like good cliffhangers for the episode so far but it's mm-hmm. like you still feel like you're watching a decent episode you're not like watching like 10 minutes of recap and then like a little bit happens you know it's award-winning anime. Made the pacing really, really shitty, but they're I feel like they're doing a good job with that. So that's yeah, good. we're on we're on masterpiece hours right now because yeah, this season is just going way too good. And the animation, of yeah. course, shout out to Oh Marvel. my god. <laughs> the music, the themes. Yeah, the music. Oh my gosh, uh, the the episode where they declare war. Oh shoot. I know, I know. Okay, yeah. The know. episode where yeah. they, they declare war, like if you pay attention, the score of the entire episode is just beautiful. Like the entire it's music, inc- like the from start to finish, it's like they compose that <laughs> specific. Absolutely, it's incredible. It it really is, and it, and I think Attack on Titan um, is just going to go down as 
beyond just an anime, just like quality mm-hmm. writing, quality art, just quality thing. I think it'll like it's like a Hall of Fame anime, in my opinion. Yeah, because yeah, I don't we're think- there. So many yeah. friends who don't watch anime and they're like every Sunday, they're like, it's Attack on Titan Sunday. <laughs> like, Bro, it's trending crazy every Sunday. It's for brilliant. No re- it's brilliant. <laughs> no, I don't want to yeah. say for no reason. because It's, just, it's, it's a brilliant story. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives you everything that you would absolutely want from a show, mm-hmm. you know, from development, sadness, happiness at times. Right. Uh, the murder it seems so real, you know, like it just, it, it really breaks your heart. And at the same time, it makes you want revenge your own way of watching it. So it's, it's deep, man. Like I, I just watched Game of Thrones for the first time last year. And it's like, to me, they're not comparable as far as story, but just the, just in depth and, and all the different characters. <laughs> it's just, it, it just makes a lot of sense to me. I, I completely, I'm so mad. Well, I'm not mad I got into it late, but it, it's just, I just think it's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to bow down. Like, I'm bending the knee completely for, for Attack on Titan. As you should. It's a great series. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. for it. And this is just part I, one, and, you know, like, it's definitely going to be a part two season. So I feel like it's nice to have, like, that community anime again. Like, mm-hmm. we saw it and felt, at least for me, like, Attack on Titan, the first season came out while I was still in high school. And I saw people who like did not watch anime get hyped for that. So it's like it's nice to have that again. <laughs> so I feel like it's it, like, we're all on the same uh, page <laughs> for like season two and three. Like people are watching it, but not as many like non anime watchers, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see people like get back into it with like a really good series. Cause it's just so well, good. Like, <laughs> yeah and it's rare like we talk about the promised neverland right like you, it's rare we see an anime through the entire first of all it, i mean it, we could have not seen it through it took them several years to get season two and season three finished but it's rare that we kind of are able to see an anime all the way through and it kind of like live up to the manga True. and kind of like hold the same plot and not really change too much mm-hmm. um and the story is just so riveting itself that you know that you don't really have to change anything. So right. it's very rare that we actually get these experiences. Um, it's it, just by the Promised Neverland is just a, one glaringly fucked up example. But um, <laughs> Sachi, so, are, are you are you watching Jujutsu Kaisen? I definitely am. <laughs> okay, you liking the season so far? Yeah, I love it. I think that's also like just really well. Done. Yeah, anything Mappa touches right Mappa now is on <laughs> fire. Whatever budget they got, 2021, 2020, is like, they're on one but, right yeah, now. Yeah, I think uh, I actually, um, um, I want to read uh, Jujutsu Kaisen when the season's done because it's, yeah, the manga's it's brilliant. crazy too. It's brilliant. But this, yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen, I'm waiting for it to be done too. You said what? No, I said I'm waiting for the, the, the show to be done too so I can jump back into the manga. Did any of you guys read Chainsaw Man? Yes. <laughs> cool. Yes. Invite me back yes. to that episode. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. We'll definitely get there. We'll do. Chainsaw Man is another another masterpiece yes. that ended right on time. <laughs> so good. That ended right on time. Perfect. Um, absolutely. And we get the part two, um, allegedly. <laughs> all right. But thank you, thank Sachi, you. for coming on to the yeah, show. Plug everything that you got going on and where people can find you and stuff. Um, as always, I'm on Twitter talking shit uh, at Chibi Thought with an O. 
and I'm on Instagram looking cute at Chibi Thought with a zero. <laughs> and then I'm on Twitch playing games at Chibi Thoot. So it's T H double zero T. And we are binging Yakuza. I'm loving that series. So come Ooh, Nice. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, to another episode of The Lookout. Yeah. You can listen to us at The Lookout RNC on RNC Radio. We're able we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, everywhere we're well, I guess it's Google Podcasts now. Everywhere you can find podcasts, <laughs> we're available there. Um, you can also subscribe to our YouTube page where we have a couple of content that's up early and also just subscribe to us in general. Follow us at the lookout on RNC on Twitter and you know. We have we have fun over here. We have fun on this side. Thank you, Sachi, once again for coming through and doing the show. Of um, course, anytime. You guys are great. Thanks for I, having me. Really appreciate you. Seriously. I wish really it could have been six months ago where we were so happy about the show. And now I know, we're just, right? Like, shitting and we waited. We waited. I know. And the, the energy. <laughs> It's so crazy. I know how we were going to be talking about Goldie Paw. That this would have been the Goldie Paw episode for real, wouldn't it? This would have been. Wow. We would have been on the way there. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> thank you and we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Yeah. Bye.